I remember reading a quote once from Frederick Douglass that said, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. Well, my entire life felt like a struggle and I saw no signs of progress. Denise, on the other hand, was making progress with David. The two met each other at a hot yoga studio near Denise's job. After one hot, sweaty, heated session together, David asked Denise out for dinner. David was smart, handsome, and a very successful stockbroker, which made it easy for Denise to see something in him that she liked. You should really think about getting into some stocks. I mean, I turned $500 into $350,000 in two years. Today alone, I made five grand. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I love what I do. I like being my own boss. Denise was trying her best to overlook a few things about David. One being the fact that he was extremely narcissistic. Wow, this steak is great, isn't it? Man, I could eat steak every day. Well, <laughs> really, I do eat it every day. There's this great restaurant right under my high-rise that has the best steak. Remind me to take you there one day. Anyways, I still feel like I don't know anything about you. Well, I'm an interior designer, but honestly, the office I work in is full of white people, and I've been catching them racially profiling customers lately, and that shit has been pissing me off. So, today, for instance, a black man walked into our office, and I watched every single one of my white coworkers just stare at him, and no one walked over and offered him service. Turns out he owned an entire apartment complex and needed some staging. He spent $60,000. And I was happy with my commission, but still pissed. Oh. I know, right? I had to blow off my steam and go do some yoga during my lunch break because I was 10 seconds away from cussing every single one of those racist-ass motherfuckers out. Just because they didn't want to help them doesn't mean they're racist. What do you mean? No, that's their job. But they racially profiled him because he was black. Actions like that are reflective of white supremacist values and beliefs. They may not see it as racist, but it supports the structure of racism. Sometimes I feel like you black people just want everybody to be racist towards you just so you can have something to complain about. You black people? David, you're black. Whatever. Y you know what? I'm sorry I even asked. This is why I stopped dating black women. It's like y'all just love to be upset. Oh, no, this motherfucker didn't. And just like that, David's stock dropped tremendously. You know what? Fuck you. I am a black woman and fucking proud of it. You probably run from black women because you can't handle one. Why don't you go look for some blonde haired blue eyes, Susie fucking cute to keep your ass comfortable since sisters are too much. After another heated session with David, Denise knew that there were some things about him that she couldn't overlook. But that ugly ass suit you got on. The next morning, I got a wake-up call I wasn't expecting. Ivy, I like my sleep. Why are you calling me before 9 a.m.? You know I have a rule, no calls before noon unless it's an emergency. It is an emergency, get up. Oh God, what's the emergency? Girl, your radio segment? Can we not talk about my radio segment? The station fired me. What? Why they fire you when you made them famous? What are you talking about? Girl, you famous. Your show went viral. What? 
They're calling you the black goddess of truth. Hashtag shame on fuckboys. Look at your Instagram. Wait, what the fuck? How do I have so many followers? You on the shade room and they going off in the comments. I mean, let me call you back. Okay, black goddess of truth. Don't, don't call me that. <laughs> Get up. I'm gonna call Denise and we about to be on our way. In the 45 minutes it took for Ivy and Denise to get to my house, it still wasn't enough time to process that overnight, I have went from a jobless nobody to Instagram famous and still jobless. Girl, I'm sure your DMs is popping. Yeah, with a whole bunch of angry men. And I'm sure a whole bunch of women who resonated with that rant. It wasn't a rant. Yes, it was. And I told your ass you get ranty when you drink. Okay, whatever it was, it got people's attention. So I think you should look at it as a blessing. I will when God blesses me with these numbers and dollar signs and not followers. Why would I care about the number of followers I have on my Instagram when my life is turning into shit? I don't even have a job. But you can turn those numbers into dollar signs or opportunity. <sighs> hmm. Denise, why are you being so awfully quiet? It's making me nervous. I know. Also, you see you going against my advice. You do give dumb advice, Ivy, but this one I can't argue with. What's wrong? I think I'm going to quit my job. What? what? Why? why? I'm tired of being in environments and around people who just don't understand what it's like to be black. I know my job only hired me because I'm light-skinned and they think it makes it easier for white people to digest my blackness. I've seen three or four brown-skinned women come in to interview and they wouldn't hire them. For the past two years, I've been the only black person. Oh my God, Denise, please take my advice right now. You do not want to know what it feels like to be jobless. <laughs> I'm not going to be jobless. I'm going to start my own company and I'm going to hire other black interior designers to work for me. It's time for me to be my own boss. It's time for all of us to be our own boss. If we want the game to change, then we need to change the game ourselves. Well, like Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. I read Gandhi was a racist towards Africans. Denise, it's a quote. Separate the message from the messenger. So, when are you going to start? I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. While Denise was trying to figure out how to become a boss, I was worried about finding one. Charlie, what's your plan? I don't know. Sign up for unemployment, I guess. I know you ain't broke. Girl, yes I am. I ran through all my savings trying to take care of me and Luke when Luke lost his job. What kind of a grown-ass man would sit around and let his woman take care of him? I've met some grown-ass lesbians that do the same, so... I mean, it wasn't his fault he lost a job. And he was my husband. That was, you know, my duty to help. No. Regardless, if you grown, you need to be taking care of yourself. Uh, I guess I can go online, start applying for some jobs. I mean, you do have half a million followers now. Maybe you can do some brand sponsorships. People will literally just pay you to post their product. Ivy, I barely wanted to be on Instagram before I was Insta-famous. What makes you think I want to be on there now? Well, you got to utilize it. Oh my God. This phone has not stopped going off today. Answer it. I'm not answering this. I don't even know who this is. Just answer it. Hello. Hi. Can I speak to Charlie King? Who this? This is Sarah McFallon over at iHeartRadio. Uh, hold on real quick. It's some woman who says she's from iHeartRadio. Put it on speaker. Hi, this is Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Oh, so funny story. 
I woke up this morning and was flooded with your face on my timeline. After listening to that set the other night, oh, I was like, we have got to have her on iHeartRadio. And seeing as though whatever WTZ93 radio fired you idiots, I'm assuming the likelihood of you coming over and joining our team would be high, right? I just, I loved, I loved, loved, loved how raw you were. How, how did you know I got fired? Oh, I'm from iHeartRadio. Oh. Charlie, we would love to formally offer you a one-hour daily set where you could bring the real, the raw, and the Charlie, just all the Charlie, we had this other host, but let's just say she is no Charlie King. We would love it if you could start next week with your first interview would be with Ryan Fitzgerald, who's an activist photographer. Oh, I'm going to send you this right about, oh, hold on a second. Uh, about, mm, here comes now. Wait, how did you get my email? Again, I'm from iHeartRadio, girl. I know. I can get to you anytime. Okay, so you'll see the contract and the other details. Have your team send that back within 24 hours. Oh, oh, and we're still searching for a show manager for your segment. So if we can't find one this week, we're going to have to cancel the Ryan Fitzgerald. And oh, Ryan was such an intense schedule. Like, it took me months. Actually, I might know the perfect person. Great. Really? Oh. Let me give him a call first. This is working out, Charlie. Oh, I already love it. Oh, okay. Just to be honest, I really don't want to lose this interview with Ryan. Also, also, you should be receiving a knock right about now. It's a bottle of 1942. I stalked your Instagram, girl. I know what you like and what you don't. Welcome. Here is your welcome basket. I know. I know. It's early in the morning, but it's five o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to bust out a little drink with you too here. Cheers, 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 cheers. It was a pleasure, such a pleasure talking to you, Charlie. Welcome to the iHeartRadio family. How did you... Oh, yeah, you're from iHeartRadio. Yes, that's right. Kiss, kiss, bye-bye. Is this real life? Yeah! Ooh, I'll grab the 1942. Was that really iHeart fucking radio? Open that email. Okay, hold on, let me see. Holy shit. Y'all, this is triple my salary at WKTZ. See? Look at all these blessings pouring in. Oh, yeah. Speaking of WKTZ, I got to make a call real quick. You've reached Robbie. I'm not able to come to the phone right now, so leave a message. Shit. Y'all, I got to go to the station. When I got to the station, security wouldn't even let me in since I didn't work there anymore. But not without telling me that Robbie had got fired too. I felt terrible. I tried one more time to call him before I left the station. For good. Hello? Robbie, don't hang up. Hang up? I have an iPhone 11. They have this thing called Call ID, Charlie. If I didn't want to answer, I wouldn't have answered. Now get to talking. Um, well, I was calling to see how you were. Well, thanks to you, my wife is up my ass, and she's got me running every errand on a man. And I'm really, really sorry about that, Robbie. Oh, and tell Rachel I said hi. But, um, listen, I got a job offer at iHeartRadio, and they said I need a show manager, so I was like, whoa, I know the perfect person. And who's that supposed to be? You, Robbie. 
You want me to come and work for you? Well, I mean, don't you need a job? <laughs> well, exactly how much are they paying? That part I don't know, but I am 95% certain that if you said yes, iHeartRadio will send you a contract in like 2.5 seconds. I don't know. I gotta think about it. Come on, Robbie. We make a good team. We made a good team. That is, until you got both our asses fired. Uh, Robbie, before you say no, just give it some thought, okay? I'll call you back later. Hey! What are you doing with my car? Take it off of that tow truck! Are you Luke Campbell, ma'am? Do I look like a Luke to you? Ma'am, I don't know how you identify. Luke was my ex-husband. Well, ma'am, it looks like Mr. Luke surrendered this vehicle to the bank. Wait, wait! wait. But this is my car! You can't just take it without my permission. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm just doing my job. God. Are there any more surprises today? Twenty minutes later, I was in an Uber headed home. In one day, I had became insta-famous, got a job offer, and lost my car. And also gained a whole lot more anger towards my ex. Ma'am, there's some water there for you. So how's your day going? Terrible. Oh, what's the matter? Did something happen? My car got towed. Was your car getting towed all day? What? Well, it doesn't take all day to tow a car. You might have had a bad hour, but that doesn't have to make it a bad day. Well, it got surrendered. Probably was time to cut ties. It could save you a lot of money, and cars are replaceable, you know? You could always get a new one. Losing anything isn't worth forgetting about all that you still have. As he kept rambling on, I tuned him out, but not without letting some of his words sink in. Within a quick second, my perception shifted. Maybe my life wasn't falling apart. Maybe I was actually making progress. And everything that is going wrong is just helping my life fall into place.